0: Their scores. You know, I love going to restaurants downtown, turning
1: your frown
0: around, and like everybody, balls countdown. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to up. Now let's watch a full-
2: L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, welcome. Well, so let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl.
0: Hi, sorry I started talking before I was introduced. Oh, just... you
2: were enticed by the L, the W, the A, the F, the L, the M, the O, the Y, and the T, uh, our acronym, and that's the only way you can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can use any service but well, we're on the itunes uh but you do have to use lwaflmoit well let's say i would rather hear it streamed first well then you should listen to mutinyradio.fm yeah which is the coolest thing ever right or seven and then you go there and you listen and you listen to us every sunday 2 p.m pacific standard time right like mm-hmm. you go to the beach and you hang out or five o'clock this eastern standard time you know like you go to the you Jersey, go to the you, to the you go to
3: the, yeah, the slum or, you, go <laughs> to the you go to you the to home.
2: Home. yeah you go to the parking lot listen Clerk. don't, don't have to stay home yeah <laughs> you can't stay home but uh we are going to watch a full-length movie on youtube and the premise is very simple you listen to us, either you streaming uh, on community radio, or you listen to our podcast, or you go check us out on our pod- on our YouTube channel, LWAFLMLYT, or you follow us on Facebook and let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with my sweet and Carl. And we take a movie and we watch it, so you listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what movie on YouTube are we watching today?
0: Uh, The movie today that we will watch, if you will let's watch with me a full-length movie on YouTube, is The Morning After 1986. The Morning After 1986. And the channel we like is Mary Marina, who's doing quite well in the subscribers area.
2: Mary Marina. Oh, very nice. What is quite nice? Is it a medium five it's, figure?
0: It's over 4,000. No. I mean, she's it's, got. Yeah, it's good. Four it's times. A,
2: a mid, yeah.
0: She has eight times figures. our subscribers.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. I hear you. But you can still subscribe, everyone. Uh, I'm going to subscribe. There, yeah, I subscribed, Carl.
0: Oh, okay. So let's see. It says, no, it still says 4.24K. So do it <laughs> again. One. Do it Plus again.
2: One. Look, all right, I'm going to press two. You should always subscribe often and, and early. Hmm. All right. So we want you to go ahead and click the morning after movie. That's the name of the link. And that is hosted by Mary Marina, who we just described to. And we want you to hit it. When it shows up, hit the uh, pause, let it buffer a little circle, then move the slider to zero, zero, zero. And we are very excited. Ah, oh, this is an exclusive, although this is the third time we've done it. We have a <laughs> special comedian countdown where we have a, a comedian and this by the way even though i have no idea who the comedian is my favorite comedian and i'm really excited to have uh carl present the comedian countdown with our favorite comedian
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to celebrity comedian countdown with anthony quinn anthony quinn ladies and gentlemen hi how you doing i'm anthony quinn <laughs> Anthony, do you I consider yourself a Jersey comedian or like a New York, you know, like a tri-state comedian? Um, dude,
3: I, I can't discriminate. I'm just I'm everywhere, baby. <laughs> you know, if there's a
0: microphone, Carl, that's where I'll be, baby. All I'm right. <laughs> now, one place that I always find you behind a microphone is on your podcast. Now that's plural. Now, my favorite is Quinspiracy. <laughs> and you can find that on Apple wherever you get uh podcasts spotify spotify and uh the other one is food addict right which one yes. are you
3: more proud of um you know they're both different and you know people like them both i've gotten a good response i think food addict um is actually uh kind of getting more of a following now um it just you know people can identify with it more i mean we live this is new york new jersey you know we We got good food here, man. (laughs) And uh, so people identifying with the troubles I have being a food addict, is not so hard to imagine.
0: Understood. So it's very relatable and it's uh, it's growing. It's like
3: 72% women.
0: Whoa. Really?
3: Yeah, baby. Yeah. Demographic.
0: I'm (laughs) Anthony Quinn. I
3: like saying my name. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, so today we are watching uh, The Morning After with Jane Fonda and Jeff Bridges, and we need you to count it down, so give us a hand. Oh my god, Jane Fonda. Wow. Mm -hmm. She she was hot back in the day, dude. Back in the day, and that's what we're watching. This is 1986, so she's getting a little weathered, but she's still pretty as hell. Dude, honestly,
3: Jane Fonda right now, I, I would not turn her down. <laughs> Dude, I would be all Jane Fonda, wherever you are. My name is Anthony Quinn. Give me a ring. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Carl for having me on his podcast, and we're going to do the countdown right now. Three, two, one, go. Ah, uh, fresh from
2: the uh, Burbank lot of Warner Brothers.
0: Ah, uh-huh. we must be watching Casablanca.
2: As time rolls over you. <laughs>
0: That's not the song.
2: Yeah, it's about what time is literal. Hey, look, oh. it's Ella La. Ona.
0: That is the famous Los Angeles show, Iaya o o And it's having this little piece about this guy who does, you know, he photographs. Uh, bodybuilders but often they're naked right ooh, yeah right and it's a big controversy is he a good guy or a filthy is it art or is it sleaze
2: it depends are they lady bodybuilders male bodybuilders yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah okay' I'm, I'm for about all right well that's I on lo- oh I uh, yeah
3: uh that's
2: Laya una
0: on uh, la la okay so clearly it's the morning after and who should be sleeping right there in the bed the guy who was just on tv
2: oh that's him right there
0: yeah and he is buddy wake up you're missing yourself you're at the Laya una that's how you know you're big when you've got a spot on ea una and you just blow it off
2: you're like, well, I'm going to sleep through it like a log. Why is he sleeping like a log? What's the secret?
0: <laughs> he was dead tired, and he's still dead tired.
2: But he's this got is... the premiere of Weekend at to attend. Got, actually,
0: I got tickets. Right. If he was alive, he would have been watching, actually, Onia. Oh Yeah, uh, Ona. Now, this is Peter Fonda, and she won. This is her best Henry actor Fonda. of the whole film. She went oh my bed God! Bed. Oh. Look at this ketchup.
2: Ketchup everywhere. Do this we have fries? <laughs> did he leave? Did he leave some fries?
0: Right. There was fries and one of those plastic uh cups bowls. Yeah. Yeah. She, right. Who the lid with the fork? With the, with the lid the prong. You know, the fork that's a trident. So
2: that's him on TV. That's him dead in bed.
0: Yeah, that's right. But we don't you know clearly he's dead actually it's no spoiler well
2: listen if if, if you eat fries in bed you're gonna (laughs) die of cholesterol high cholesterol for sure absolutely
0: yeah absolutely high blood pressure now this guy's real life name is jeffrey scott and he is he was on the television series dynasty from 82 to 84 so obviously here in 86 he got himself apart but this is it he's just dead that's it that's it he's the dead guy his acting dynasty and this is not weekend at bernie's he will not have a prominent role
2: he doesn't show up halfway through this so she has to pretend he's alive for the rest of the movie and attend business meetings in palm beach uh (laughs) right and she gets in
0: these sunglasses that are round (laughs)
2: Yeah, and a hat.
0: <laughs> okay, so he, what we have here is an alcoholic who has woken up in the morning, blacked out. She doesn't remember what happened last night, but she woke up with the dead guy. Did she kill him?
2: What do you think? Carl, you saw this movie. Yes. How many times did you see this movie?
0: This is This is only three. I saw this movie all the way through twice. That's it.
2: So you know who who if
0: she did it or not? Yes, I do. She's doing a wake and bake. Oh, the hair of a dog that bit you, babe. Right. Do you want me to just do spoilers? Because I think people who listen to our show know I'm
2: doing. No, spoilers. no, you can't. I mean, the whole gimmick of this movie is
0: is whether or not she did
2: it. Yeah. So let's okay. Suppose.
0: Now, the director will spare us this puking. We will right. not witness.
2: Bill, so that when you have to go to Leonard Part 6. She's in Leonard Part 6. She has an exercise tape where she personally right.
0: says, Hi, Leonard. I <laughs> hope you had a good workout, Leonard. Now, I know you already know this, but her Jane Fonda's workout, it was 1982, so she was known for that as we watched her on the silver screen. That right. became the highest-selling VHS of all time, and, of course, we don't there's no more sales on VHS. Nobody has a chance to beat it. But it was the highest selling. And it would be the first of 22 such videos over the next 13 years. She would sell 17 million copies.
2: Oh, that's good. And none that of it was on Golf.
0: Yes, yeah. And Leonard got his own copy.
2: Her highest selling video cassette was when uh, Gallagher came over.
0: Oh, <laughs> <What? laughs>
2: At Peter North,
0: Peter North.
2: That that's like the biggest selling video cassette from the eighties, right there.
0: <laughs> you know who Peter North is?
2: Yeah, he's Santa Claus. He lives up north.
0: I have heard. Yes, he's a, yeah. He's got the North Pole.
2: <laughs> no, she's gonna. She's got a drink at her. So yeah, she's gonna call nine one one.
0: That's what a normal person would do, but. Uh, our character is not a normal person so she's calling her husband jackie
2: now she must live in prime real estate in 1986.
0: she doesn't know where she is
2: it's a converted loft right downtown los angeles
0: she yeah but it's the first time she's ever been there it's the morning after where am i what happened
2: well, you know, Carl, the reason why I wanted to do this movie is that just looking at the films we've done, I said, we got to do it morning after. <laughs> okay. We got to the the morning after. Oh,
0: there's got to be a there's morning got to be. after. <laughs> okay, so now we're learning that she is a washed up actress and... It's unclear, the director never makes it clear to us if, if she lost her movie parts and that she started drinking, or if she started drinking and she probably could have kept on doing stuff, but she wrecked it for herself. Her her husband here, it's like an ex-husband, but her husband here is telling her about why wow, she screwed up last night with the producer who was gonna give her a movie. I'm gonna oh. let him tell us.
2: So he's given a key plot point, but she doesn't remember. Right. Classic noir. I don't recall, I have amnesia. What am I doing in this hotel room? <laughs> this is, this is the cops, you may or not being framed. Am I being framed? I can't remember.
0: <laughs> now uh, you saw the, the no smoking sign right there.
2: Yeah, I know, it's an 80s film. You always have to have like murder and then people going, ah, you should quit smoking
0: no no they even smoke in this film she smokes in this film
2: right but they have to counterbalance it by having a set design of a sign that says no smoking
0: on her now watch you'll see a cop wave at raul because while he's on his cell phone in a car it's
2: it's a jeep phone okay they're very popular in 86.
0: they were very inexpensive very jeep
2: so you think it's because of the 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 drought and the wildfires in California that they say no I'm smoking. What I know doing?
0: for a fact that, yeah. And if you flick your cigarette off the side of the road or whatever, it's a ticket.
2: Easiest way to get rid of your cigarette,
0: yeah. You just flick it.
2: <laughs> oh, so what else am I gonna do? My ashtray is full, keep my marbles in there.
0: <laughs> There's you always gotta, gotta, gotta go. Oh my goodness! You know my uh, L.A. smarts tell me uh, that we're looking right now at uh, five four five four four Mateo Street. Uh huh. Your yeah. soccer,
2: your soccer says. Nate, my soccer says it's tiggling. Jade Fonda is walking down uh, Beverly.
0: Now, for some reason, the film starts now, and the credits, and we and only
4: see.
0: We only see. Okay. She walks from West Hollywood to Gardenia. You'll see. It's just this long. This is a good director. He's no slouch, but.
2: Listen, people walk in L.A., Jane Fonda.
0: Listen to this inappropriate music. It's like Kenny Loggins.
2: There you go. There's the title. The Morning I have a bad movie rule, Carl. My bad movie rule is that the movie's bad before the opening credits start. Like it just it makes no sense. And then while the credits roll, you you know, like the movies just start when it says directed by, you know, blah. But if the movie's so bad before you even get to that point, then the movie's bad. Right. There's no mm-hmm. way there's no way it can get better
0: well
2: i don't know is this movie bad i i, I it's no it's good it's Phil Noir. she woke up then she doesn't know where she is and there's a murder and she doesn't recall Phil <laughs> noir
3: she's a good los
2: angeles los angeles noir fuck you san francisco noir it's los angeles right. noir
0: baby hey you... new york noir suck on this it's los angeles noir <laughs> Well, actually, the genre is American neo-noir mystery thriller film. Okay, but American means like, shot in
2: California. Yeah. Neon means Los Angeles.
0: Neon means new new film new. noir. Oh, not
2: neon noir?
0: Now, directed by
2: Sidney Lumet.
0: Yeah, that's right. Now, he did Dog Day Afternoon. He did Network. He did The <laughs> wow. Verdict. I mean, he's done some good stuff. He did yeah. Prince of the City. I don't know that. And he did That's a great Ten Angry Men.
2: Ten Angry Men. That's right. Yeah. That was a metric movie.
0: That's how he started. Okay, wait. Now the cab driver says the wrong thing.
2: Oh, he knows. He
0: says Thursday, November twenty-eighth, 1986, meaning it's Thanksgiving Day. But the truth was that day was a Friday. Thank you, Internet.
2: Oh, I thought that was a plot point no you know Sidney Lumet directed the famous metric movie 10 angry men
0: but yeah that's right and he was so good with the budget they afforded yeah right squeeze in
2: it went under budget it was great
0: okay here's Bruce Valanche Bruce Valanche or Valanche as you say and my street smarts of L.A. tell me it's clearly 8857 Santa Monica Boulevard, West Hollywood.
2: And it's a gay bar called Bath House in West Hollywood. And it's so gay uh, Bruce Willard is the bartender. <laughs> oh, get some pills.
0: Don't forget the pills. Well, she's packing. She's running. You see, she's woken up. There's a dead guy. She's got a little bit of a history with cops. Right. Um, oh, I didn't know that. We don't learn it for a long time, but she had a, her first husband. She got, like sort of came at him with a knife. Um, but I mean, yeah. it was years ago. Anyway, she's scared. She wants to... Her house is so
2: noir, neon noir.
0: Well, it's trying to be 1950s retro, don't you think?
2: <clears throat> yeah, which is ironic in the 80s.
0: But no, in the 80s, it was all 50s... Uh... Remember, well, Happy Days was really the 70s. But the 80s yeah. were all about the 50s, right?
2: Right, it's a 30-year difference. Yeah, 30 years. The 70s, the years. Right. The 70s yeah. had Grease and Happy Days and American Graffiti, so it probably started in the 70s. And yeah. Shannon was Woodstock, so that's 68, 67, yeah. whatever. But it, was, uh, it definitely kind of peaked. Every kind of reunion and nostalgia has to be 20 years prior. Takes twenty years of process and then you know, thirty years of, to put holes.
0: Right. And Sean and I really profited from that. I remember this interview with him, uh, the lead singer Max. He was saying, uh, boom, get a job.
2: <laughs> wow. I remember was, he said that the cowboy for the village people. it was, it was really awkward. <laughs> hi i uh, like a non-smoking uh post-murder to the one-way ticket
0: please i like a no-sheeting section
2: yeah
0: i've had enough death for one day okay so it's thanksgiving that's the plot point that tells us she ain't getting a flight
2: oh right so it's like planes trains and automobiles yeah she and steve martin have to travel <laughs> together
0: she's like she goes to meet steve martin all excited and happy and oh it's john candy
2: all (laughs) right fast go
0: hop in the cab
2: This, this
0: will be the automobile part of our journey
2: right the plays trades and automobiles i checked it off during that movie i brought a little checklist
0: the thing is they never got on the plane so does that really count
2: they were about to, they used, it was all fake uh, companies, like the, the rental car and, mm-hmm. the, and the Greyhound or whatever. It was all like movie name because of legal reasons, and I don't think anyone really wanted to put their name on it.
0: Yes. Like, you know, it's Greyhound. Because that would be product place, I mean, I, I can't ex- wonder why, well, I don't know. I just well, want to let it you know If it, the...
2: it, it, would, it would paint them in a bad light that, you know, they can't do... the rental car
0: wrecked up and... Yeah, and like hotel they... The, yeah.
2: The people are crazy on the bus, just my opinion, but I don't
0: know if that would be in the <laughs> movie, but... So basically we're learning that she's a jerk because she's an alcoholic. She tried to get on a flight by telling this lie about her daughter needs an operation that got exposed. Now she's lying to these guys who she stuck in that she called the auto club and it just wouldn't start. I'll try it again. And oh, it starts and... Ooh. Okay, now she tried to run, fly away on a plane. It didn't work out. So now she just wants to get going. But she's had an accident and they say they're going to call the cops. So, what does she do? She skedaddles. Boom! So you right could do nuts.
2: This is definitely pre 9 11, but you could still do that at LAX. You could just go ahead and hit someone in the nuts and run.
5: Yeah, <laughs> look,
0: but hitting the nuts guy, he'll have none of it. Get back here, nut hitter. <laughs>
2: I swear to god, the last time I hit someone in the nuts outside of the airport, I got two stars. I was playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and the cops came.
0: Wow, look at that butt. That is clearly Jeff Bridges. Look at that ass.
2: Oh, you could tell from there?
0: It hugs yeah, a, the jeans.
2: It is Jeff Bridges. Clean shaven Jeff Bridges.
0: That's right. Youthful Jeff Bridges.
2: We're in luck. Clean shaving Jeff Bridges.
0: With a nineteen fifty-five Chevy oh that's 30 years so she's just hopped into the car to try to evade nuts kick you know kicking the nuts guy right Or door in the nuts and so jeff bridges is like this ain't a pickup is it and you know just right. check in and you know he's garage
2: like, is, his garage is like a
0: quarter mile from the airport no he's at the parking lot of the airport oh I see he was dropping off his daughter uh and then his car wouldn't start and uh the thing is he claims it's a 56, 56 Chevy and the internet makes a big deal it's clearly a 55 because of the taillights. they only came out that year it's clearly a 55 am I right Mike
2: well, I was going to say, but I didn't really want to, you know, sound like a gearhead or a sports yeah. Oh, la-dee-da. <laughs> oh, la-dee-da.
0: No, look, I just saw the LAX, uh, you know, that, the that letters? semicircle, circle uh, the famous yeah. landmark of it.
2: Well, there was like a rotate. I think the rotating restaurant is still there. Mm-hmm. but what you see now i guess for at least the last 10
0: 15 years are the letters lax uh-huh okay. when you approach yeah i i think that they should have stuck with the design because just to put the initials there that's pretty lax
2: that was lax of them way big lax <laughs> well they did it again carl and i kept telling them you got to relax
0: oh re they're gonna again re-up the the lax they're gonna relax. they're gonna relax yeah Okay, now so, this was
2: shot in '86. When you take a look, there's Tony's house, right there on the left. Oh, there it is! There it is. Yeah, Tony, right there. He lived by the arch. Died <laughs> by the arch. He really <clears was there throat> a plane into
0: him. He, Tony died by the arch.
2: Yeah, a plane crashed right into Tony.
0: Yeah, if you live by the arch, if one lives by the arch, one dies. One dies by the arch. <laughs>
2: He went to the rotating restaurant up there. You know what he thought of the food? What? Revolting.
0: <laughs> Revolving?
2: Yeah, around the, the restaurant.
0: Oh, look here. You know, my uh, Los Angeles smarts tells me that they are at Landeria Heights. You
2: sure it's not Nebraska? What is no, Missouri it's height? definitely
0: Landera Heights in Los Angeles, California. I mean, That's look it. at it. I've been there a million times.
2: Oh, I don't have that kind of Los Angeles Spidey sense you got. You Sometimes what take. I
0: used to do, I used to pull up in my Chevy and I would look at the oil pump, pumping, 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 and it start to get a little horny.
2: Oh, really? Why? Because you keep looking at yourself?
0: No, I would look at the oil pump. It was- oh, secret- pumping, yeah, penetrating that land. Well, it never slowed down. It never stopped.
2: Like it a was- jackhammer, that's what uh, you're into.
3: It had the
0: fortitude, they did use some oil it was lubricated they did have oil I had
2: a side business where I would help uh, men with with problems they would come over to the oil rig and they would yell at it they'd be like come on (laughs) come on you can do it look at that oil rig for inspiration
0: listen I want to say that Jeff uh, Bridges just got off a Tron here and he was in kiss me goodbye a rom-com with sally field back in 86 uh, uh earlier 84 and he yeah. did starman right so he was big everybody knew him
2: oh yeah well he was big in the 70s of course and then the 80s he had like a string of films yeah like, this one is a classy film, Sidney Lumet and uh, Jane Fonda. and
0: Oh, yeah, he's 100% yeah. a Hollywood actor here. Absolutely. And um, this was still at the time in which he was trying to be a pretty boy, but he was getting older, but he didn't have... Remember how Jeff Bridges turned into, like, he has character. You know, well, he, he had, aged he became, well.
2: He became bearded, absent-minded country guy, singing guy. He's the country singer that you don't want to leave your kids alone with.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, one thing I really like about him in his career today is he's always different. Like if he's the bad guy in Iron Man with Tony Stark, you know, he looks one way. And then if he's like true grit, he's got a totally different look and feel, you know. And if he's the big Lebowski or if he's he always. He does have that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he has like a movement and weight to him and some characters are lighter on their feet and some are just, you know, like.
0: Right, like it, when he was yeah. doing K-Packs, he was just a boring uh, psychiatrist and he played the part. I'm a dad, I'm a doctor. Right. He He's just, he's a good actor. He changes it up.
2: He was in character the whole time. He would say, listen, Kevin, I still don't believe you're an alien. And he said, well, okay, well, that's great. We're not shooting for another two hours, but thanks for letting me know because <laughs> he was still in character he was in character
6: you're not
0: an alien
2: you're not an alien okay well the movie wrapped two weeks ago but thank you
0: <laughs> he lives the part and he parts the live
2: ice man oh no Starman. he was frozen in ice but he was in outer space and he's a man and there's stars in outer space hang on Starman. man
0: man didn't think it to get there Now, what's happened here is she tried to run away to L.A. She couldn't uh, to the um, she tried to run away from L.A. by plane. She couldn't. So she's gotten a ride back to the scene of the crime from Jeff Bridges. And she's going to she's really a good actress here because she's doing something she would never do in her regular life (laughs) What's that (laughs) clean the bathroom. Seriously, she comes from a very famous family. She's always been rich. She's been successful. Do you think she's look what she's doing right now? This she's is
2: cleaning. Which <laughs> rich people clean. Listen, how do you think she met Ted Turner? She was cleaning the bathroom one day.
7: Right. Yeah. The Ted billion.
2: Turner, how <laughs> are you doing in my bathroom? It's executive bathroom.
3: Can you believe
2: she b- divorced Ted Turner? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Excuse, maybe. It's just, uh, Ted
2: Turner is crazy. Ted Turner believes in colorization, and he believes in Hannah, owning Hannah Barbera. So I think you know, like, there's some pros and cons of that.
0: Now she is having Jane Fonda is doing some good acting here. She is talking to the corpse, apologizing, saying, "If I did this, I'm really sorry. I am a nice person. I don't know why I killed you. If I killed you." So she's getting rid of all the evidence now. Why isn't she calling the cops? She's just too scared. They're going to think it's the it yeah. She's got a cop past. Right. Cop
2: past.
0: Now, he was like, you know, he was on what? Falcon Crest? What was it? And uh, this is his role in this film. Here it is. Dynasty. He was on Dynasty from 82 to 84. And this is the level of work he got after Dynasty. Look like how his mouth is staying perfectly open.
2: Yeah, it's good acting.
0: She
3: well,
2: uh, they, they showed this scene on Falcon Crest and he won an Emmy. It was such great television acting.
0: <laughs> I thought he was very stiff in it. <laughs> so she's like talking to herself. She's trying to psychologically get through it. She's like... Uh, now she's mad at him
2: oh right if i killed
0: you you must have pissed me off what did you do call me a lush
2: this is the prequel to weekend at bernie's it's weekday at (laughs) bernie's weeknight at bernie's well
0: the morning after
2: uh was it prequel
0: before
2: yes yeah the the prequel was the night before
0: something about that closet mike uh, there's something about the closet Mm.
2: hmm hmm you think something's in the closet?
0: Uh, look, she's washing. I guess she's getting rid of things she touched, including that bottle of liquor.
2: That's how people wash stuff in the 80s. You just throw it all
0: in there. Look, she she touched the, phone. the phone. Now on. she's watching the, washing the phone.
2: Yeah, clean it for bugs. She, she was using the 976 one where He wanted to cover her tracks. She's got her heels one nine hundred party line oh i feel so dirty calling like,
0: how dirty do you feel well i'm gonna watch the phone after this yeah i'm gonna wash the phone after this that's so dirty well what's up with that closet you see the director doesn't really tell us she just has a freak out with she's looking for the cat right
2: Here she looks
0: at the see. closet she All must right. be in the closet
2: Cat's in the closet. In now the closet. she has a freak out. Do, 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 do.
0: But we don't understand why.
2: She's trapped in the closet, in the closet.
0: <laughs> she's an actress, man.
2: Oh, yeah, she's freaking out.
0: Uh, for this part, she had her eyes widened.
2: What do you mean?
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. she did seriously study for this part though she based it on this actress named gail russell she she gail russell was an actress at 36 she was found dead in her apartment with empty liquor bottles um i don't know people say it's like her character in clute and i disagree entirely
2: uh have you seen the movie clute
0: sure include that she was a prostitute who was strong-willed and in this thing she's flighty she's irritable she's drunk so right jeff bridges has just surprised her by finding out where her friend lived i don't know he shouldn't be there and she isn't even interested in why he's there like it's kind of weird you know what i mean
2: He's sort of the anti Donald Sutherland from Clute. He's <laughs> he's clean shaven, he's tuxed shirted. Uh, <clears throat> he has a nice a car. The dreamer
0: who had ideas. Okay, so Jeff Bridges was just somebody, you know, just some car she hopped into to get herself out of trouble, and now here he is showing like, up at the scene of the crime. Well, he's 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 bugging her, like. He'll walk her to her door. Jane is like, I had enough of you. Goodbye. Now, in yes. the Big Lebowski, uh, Lebowski lives in an apartment building, and it's very L.A. You see uh, this walkway here? It really looks like he's in the Big Lebowski.
2: Well, it's part of the Big Lebowski uh, Universal Studios uh, walk. Oh, I Universal see. Studios is next to The Simpsons, <laughs> Harry Potter land. <laughs> There's so she does regali. this funny
0: thing. She goes, she's like fed up with him. Like you've got to go. So she does a disappearing act. Check it out.
2: All right, now I see her. That hair is crazy. Do so you think he's like regular guy? I'm just regular Chris Pratt.
0: Yep. So she just made him poof disappear when she counted the three.
2: Great. Well, that's the end of the movie. Ta-da!
0: Thanks for coming. Rated R. Rated R. Look. It didn't work. Right. I
2: mean, he's back.
3: It didn't work. Sometimes it
2: doesn't.
0: You need to go, Mister. so now she invites him in well, and that was her a, fatal flaw i mean that was the mistake he is now going to be the boyfriend
2: oh not he's, he's not yet he, so he knew about her all along it was no
0: accident who happened to be fixing his jalopy in the lax parking lot right no they they hint at that but no that's not true he really was just a whole
2: Because it would be a lot of planning in advance.
0: But it does get implied. Now, look at all the mayonnaise.
2: I know, huh?
0: He's noting that she's got like 12 things of mayonnaise and nothing else.
2: Well, I'm on a semen diet.
0: You're what?
2: You know, seafood diet.
0: Oh, I thought you said the semen diet. I did say the semen diet. (laughs) Just uh, one or two sailors every Friday. Yeah. I see, man.
2: Bro, well, you know, I'm on a seafood diet. Every time I see seafood, I ask, is that seafood? Because I'm on a seafood diet. Um, because I'm on a seafood
0: diet. I get it.
2: Well, my joke the setup, punchline, and tag is the same. That's I'm on a
0: perfect. Diet. That's perfect.
2: Say, yeah. It's a,
0: it's a prime number.
2: It is a prime number three times. Okay, I gotta get funny. away
0: from this movie poster tags. Last night she drank to forget. Today she woke up to a murder. She to
2: remember, we'll go to her.
0: Is her, her a last hope the last man she should trust?
2: Do you think it's bad news? I think he knew about the crime all along. He's just a Los Angeles lughead. He's the <laughs> he's the dope in the film noir.
0: He's an ex cop. We find out he's an ex cop.
2: Oh, the only difference between this movie and something at TCM is not wearing a suit.
0: <laughs> That's right. Nobody
2: introduced it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's the last tag, right? The last tag: the morning after can be murder.
2: It was, even before the movie started. Bless me. Crunch. Ooh, that is some good red dressing.
0: Now, all of a sudden, Jane Fonda thinks this is a date.
2: Well, maybe she just wants to look nice.
0: You know, Jane Fonda really doesn't look nice. She's just like, she looks serious. You know what I mean? She's like a real woman. Uh, all right. What I mean is, like, we saw Marissa Torme last time or the time before, right? Yeah, right, sure. Even for, as a grown up uh... woman, she could still be the not serious person, right? You but Jane think... Fonda can never be that.
2: You don't think Jane Fonda could play for keeps? She's playing for keeps. <laughs> oh, you remember
0: it's... Barbarilla, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. It that was, was
0: the only time she played somebody ditzy, and it really wasn't believable. She's no, it's just Calamity,
2: Calamity Jane's a parody. She's kind of, uh, what was it? No, not Calamity Jane. That Western Sweet Charity or whatever. No, what, what was it called? It had mm. singers in it. it. Had an animated cowboy in the beginning as a as Columbia sign.
0: I don't remember.
2: Well, she and was I've in seen a... her film. No. Oh. Well, oh well. I'm not even going to bother to look at it.
0: The well the thing is I'm just life. saying like she's a serious actress and she's she's a real woman, you know. Whereas many monster monster in law? Yeah, that she was monster. right after she divorced Ted Turner, she did Monster in Law to say, I'm back, world. She Listen, did a remember, job in that.
2: Remember Monster in Law? Yeah. She's Monster in Law a Monster in Law, you know, for the movie Monster in Law. Yeah. Well, who, what role does she play? Great question. She's Monster in Law
0: wow that's setup, punch and tag
2: yeah right there i said it three times that's a setup punch, like that that's a
0: michael Drone. oh speaking of drones she was in china syndrome oh, that's right and she was excellent in that film love that movie
2: i don't know about china though what was their syndrome
0: uh it was bird
2: flu was it really
0: I had an argument with my friend about the bird flu. He was like, you know about the bird flu? And I was like, yeah, I know about the bird flu. They don't walk. Yeah, they they don't walk. They, They flew. The bird flew. Now, this is a real interesting scene. We're getting to know each other, but it goes from nice, nice to fight, fight, to nice, nice to fight, fight, back and forth. And Jeff Bridges just takes it. Is he drinking? She's drinking. No, she, he doesn't drink. He will learn at the end of the film. Spoiler! I don't care that he used to be a drunk. That's why he can relate to her so well. He's an ex-cop. Yes, and an ex There was
2: a damn damsel in Los Angeles in trouble. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm stupid or just the Mike Hammer in me, but I kept pursuing the case.
0: That's right, and you're just stupid. He's really pursuing the girl.
2: But she's a femme fatale and he's going to be trapped in her web. Hello, I'm Ben Makovich. Thank you for watching Turner of <laughs> classic Movies. Well, she, the way, yeah, this, this is a trafficarian so collection. She, yeah, right, right. We have a first note for Ted Turner. How <laughs> dare you watch this piece of shit movie? How dare you put my ex in these in your film collection? So.
0: Turner, turn your name off this film. She's she's really complex, this character, right? <clears throat> she's sweet and nice, but if you criticize her at all, she turns into a viper. It's like she's so used to be calling, called a drunk that if you criticize her just a little bit, she gets into her all the way defensive mode. She's going to fight you. She doesn't. just. She's so used to it.
2: But people still do it.
0: No, I'm just saying she's a good actress in that she's got like layers to this character. Here she right. goes, watch. She's starting to get mad now. Yes. <laughs> I want a surprise. Girl, I oh yeah, not that's... A... <laughs> yeah, this is one thing that really sticks in her craw. This Turner doesn't know she's a famous person. Never saw her in a movie or anything. Really pisses <laughs> her off. Oh, right. She's just a TCS. normal person.
2: Look, I was on TBS and TCB, uh, TNT <laughs> and, and, and Turner, TCM, and I was in and Turner. And, yeah, WGBO. No, in there Chicago. The, Turner the
0: satellite.
2: Uh, yeah, Boomerang. Did you see? I was on Boomerang. I was on a Cartoon Network. No, not nothing.
0: At Ooh. this time, yeah. Um, she was. Let's see.
2: Was she married to Tom Hayden?
0: Yeah, that's right. Tom Hayden. And she married Ted Turner in 91 and retired from acting.
2: Um, But then, well, that explains Monster-in-Law. Hello.
0: I'm back.
2: I mean, hello. I'm still retired, obviously.
0: But, I mean, at this time, right, 86, I mean, she had just been in Agnes of God in 85. And she had been in uh, The Dollmaker. Maker. She got an emmy for that in 84. she was she was a big deal she had been through the 70s she had gotten rid of the stigma oh you're just a somebody's daughter which jeff bridges well, she,
2: is so, too so barbara realized she had this image of like the the sex kid you know like yeah and it was at the time she was married to this french director and he kind of shaped her image, so she got away from him too. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and that kind of image and, and stuff like that. So, you know, she's been around. No, so she uh, of course was against the war, and we yeah. did a movie called FWA, right, with her.
0: I not with me, me not with, with
2: you. Somebody. It might have been earlier. Like it it was patches patches on YouTube. It wasn't the full movie, unfortunately. Uh huh. But it was, she did a concert called FTW, and it was her and Donald Sutherland. I don't know if they were dating at the time, but it was stood for Fuck the Army. And oh. they would perform like USO shows to military men uh, fighting in the war. Right. And they did a documentary, and it was on, The these bits and pieces were on YouTube.
0: She, it was Roger Vadim, was the Barbarella director you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh...
2: I think it's pronounced Robert, uh, Roger Vadim.
0: Vadim. Roger Vadim.
2: <clears throat> wow. So she's like, yeah,
0: uh, he'll be right with you. No. Well, no a- she's talking to Jackie now. And she's she, she's drunk and she's just going to fade out. And Jeff Bridges is going to leave.
2: Right before planting murder.
0: Yeah, so Raul is like, what about the dead body? And she goes, oh, I'll take care of that tomorrow.
2: Way to go. Good thinking.
0: Now the director does something very smart now. We hear the dial tone of the phone and it gets real annoying. It goes on for too long and you could tell the director amped up the volume volume as we're listening. Right. Jeff Bridges is the one to take it out of her hand and hang up the phone. Giving us the subtle message that, like, he's a savior, he's a helper, he's here to help, you know. No,
2: that was her her heartbeat, or he unplugged her.
0: <laughs> what? That's I a different know. film.
2: Oh. See, Be... you hear the dial tone, right? But yeah. here
0: how they're—he's making it louder.
2: Whoa. Well, you know, Cindy uh, Lamette worked two, uh, two weeks with the dial tone. They did rehearsals beforehand, uh, a lot of one on one. And this is the 50th take.
0: I remember the, I saw the uh, dailies and the dial tone was not monotone. It wasn't dissonant enough. He really well, got yeah. that out of, yeah.
2: You're, you're with the uh, ILM guys and they said, don't worry, we have a crackerjack audio department uh, over at the <laughs> ranch. Yeah.
0: Cracker
2: Jack. Cracker Jack. Well, what do you mean? Well, they're, they're covered in peanuts and they're like glazed popcorn. and
0: <laughs> Cracker Jack.
2: There's a temporary tattoo if you're lucky and a little paperback.
0: What now, you, you know Lloyd Michael? Bridges, right? From Airplane? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's his dad.
2: <clears throat> Jeff Bridges. Well, and then he has a uh, brother, right? Um, yeah. Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges, who doesn't do as many films and he's been in a lot of good films though and you know yeah i've seen him act when he does act
0: yes yeah you know. but that's the but, thing like it's sort of like both of them can be proud like jeff bridges does more roles but Bo doesn't care he's just as good and just as yeah talented and
2: well i think like jeff bridges is like as movie star as you can get and hit a huge resurgence like you know, not yeah. just Zbigniewski, which had this weird cult that just came out of it, but or his is- works at 70s stuff, but like that film where he's the country singer and they guy right. won an Oscar, and then suddenly he was like untouchable.
0: Uh, yeah, and he did, uh, was it Pennington Road or something? The, 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 uh, the suicide bomber one? Huh? Uh, was that Arlington Road? Was that what it was Arlington called? Arlington Road, yeah he's done a lot of great films he's done my and favorite movies. he's been yeah he's just been around forever i mean he's he's uh yeah i was gonna say he's no kurt russell but he is okay so now we're having a pity moment and <laughs> she's like oh hello congratulations yeah you look and great she... you look like that exercise sick. Look at her hair, man. Wow. She was just sleeping and it's fine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Another dead body. Weren't nice you on Dynasty?
2: Talking, <laughs> Chris. I mean, talking, Chris. Jesus Christ. Don't have to worry about it.
0: So, this is just a weird, weird ass thing. The body is now in her shower and oh. the cops are coming. Now, look, she's being such a kook here, but she has good cause. You see, she knocked over the gardener.
2: But she knows the cops are coming, her, her cops, yep. cops are
0: particularly. She's in her robe. Look at that.
2: <laughs> so
0: well, uh, Robin, uh, Wonder Woman was in her robe running around. <laughs> I stand line. corrected. Look at the VW. It's original. It's a 70s one. Ooh, Looking fine.
2: If you look closely, you can see director Paul Marzinski sleeping in eh? it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she's running. She's running. Of course she is.
2: Yeah, she's on the lamb. That's The right?
0: Who's should show up?
2: Is it Bridges? Yeah. Who is this? Lloyd Bridges?
7: Come here. Get over. Get over here.
2: Do you think his name was Babe Bridges? And he said, Fuck you, Dad. I'm changing the bow. Your name is Baybridge.
0: He got an Academy Award nomination for this. I don't know, man. It, she does do a good job, but not always. Not every scene.
2: So is he gaslighting her? Can you tell me that? Like, does He's he really not.
0: It, look, the film tries to make us think that over and over. You're doing it right now. He yeah. does. He, see, he's an innocent dude.
2: Just an innocent dude. He's just an innocent dude.
0: Children of a Lesser God won the Oscar. She got nominated for Best Actress, but Marley Maitland for Children of a Lesser God beat her out.
2: And also, don't forget the Children Who Live in the Corn. They won, like, Best Supporting Actor for that movie. Right, is that like the religious uh, Children of the Court? <laughs>
0: children of the Court 8,
2: the religious movie, Children of the Lesser God.
0: I'm not making a joke about that because that would just be, chil- that would be corny. That would, it would be, be corny to make fun children. of? Them. them children was corny, man. let look at her Budweiser product placement.
2: Oh, that's a product? Listen, if you need a good sit down in, a, in your car... And crack open a beer. Why don't make it a Budweiser? <laughs> Free all uh, the consent laws are voided in Los Angeles County. That was part of their summer kickoff. This summer, check out of the uh, the morning after, and then afterwards, crack open a Budweiser <laughs> nice in the parking lot. It'll make you your driver leave the convertible.
0: Oh, this is so L.A. Okay, so now he's finally, she's finally told Jeff Bridges the real truth. What's going on? Okay. And he's like, I think you should call the cops. I used to be a cop. I know a cop in L.A. you should call. By the way, my Los Angeles sense lets me know yeah. this is clearly 7006 Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. All right, It's an IHOP. It's the IHOP
2: oh 7006 right the other one used to see the old radio shack that's yeah. a really are you sure it's not as shaky because they well, have your los angeles
0: many a, a morning house? after i have spent in this particular ihop from my days in la
2: yeah they just sponsored the movie the morning after sponsored by Denny's, <laughs> featuring beer or park sonic drive-in drive-in for budweiser
0: Look how it's like they're drinking in a car. It just never would do it today, you know?
2: Not if you're an alcoholic in the middle of Los Angeles.
0: No, I mean in a movie, like, like it's it fits the movie. Nobody's saying be a drunk and drive drunk, but today they wouldn't even show that because it implies it. it well, they
2: would impl- pull, up to a, pull up to a giant sign that says, don't drink and drive and no smoking.
0: <laughs> and then drink. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, no smoking one.
2: Yeah. Every eighties movie has like an anti smoking thing in it.
0: Which makes sense.
2: But they kill a lot of people. Like Nick Nolte is still gonna shoot another forty eight hours worth of people. I'm not eating. I gotcha. That kind to stop them from killing (laughs) people for entertainment.
0: All right. Okay, now here's something interesting. Uh, There was two people who wrote this, one guy, James Hicks, and the other is David Rayfield, who is not credited. But James Hicks is even a stage name. The truth is, there's this producer in Hollywood, his name is James Cresson, and this is the only screenplay he ever, ever wrote. For some reason, he's billed as James Hicks. And... This this guy who's uncredited is was a frequent collaborator, collaborator of Sidney Pollack. He wrote The Firm. You would think his name would be on it.
2: Oh, so He was a collaborator for with Sidney uh, Lament and not the uh, Sidney Pollock,
0: The fish.
2: Yeah, Sidney Pollock,
0: And it. he wrote The Firm.
2: Which is when you should not order Firm Pollock, because it is just, it's Lamenti. <laughs> No, he's Cindy Lament, not Pollock. I get the two mixed up.
0: So he wrote the firm, he brought them the script, and they said, this is a porno. I th- said, I, like, I thought that's what you asked for. No, like a law firm. Oh. Oh. No. oh.
2: This is a film about tofu. Get it away from me. It's no, t- law firm, not firm tofu.
0: Not firm tofu. Oh. Like she's got her four pack. She's already down
2: too. <laughs> Yeah, she's already knocked out too. That's okay, the to This is
0: out. a famous um uh drag queen. His name is James Hake. Um <clears throat> his nickname's Gypsy. If you know drag queens, which I don't, you would know that this is James Gypsy Hake. And uh he was in To Be or Not To Be in 83, Clifford in 94, of course, this movie. But Whoa. really, he's he does this thing in Lake Tahoe at, at a casino, the Horizon Casino and Resort. It's a drag show. He's that's had a, a 10 really year good one. run. Listen,
2: that's a great uh, film bio. You got this movie. You have Mel Brooks, the remake of To Be or Not To Be, which is very campy. And then what was the other one? Clifford Not the Dog. Yeah, the clip. Oh, no, not Clifford the dog. It's Clifford the Martin Sheen is the boy child. Clifford, oh, who oh. annoys Charles Groden. It's a terrifying movie. Okay. It's like one of the great bad movies.
0: I've messed that up clearly. You it's recommend wild. I put it in my Netflix click? Uh, if you also uh, include
2: Leonard Part Six, Leonard Part Six and Clifford make it a double feature.
0: Okay. But what is Leonard Part Six? It's Bill Cosby.
2: Yeah, Bill Cosby, tried. you know, he was the number one hit sensation on television in the 80s, after decades of of being on television and and just comedy albums. And they said, well, we could translate this Cosby show into movie magic. And they made Ghost Dad. And they made.
0: (laughs) Ghost uh, Dad was so bad.
2: Because that was, you know, like he's alive, and then you're like, this is not what I paid money for. In 20, 25 minutes from now, he better be dead because that's what's on the poster. And they do this like campy bit where he's like, oh, I got my foot stuck in the coil, and the coil is spinning upwards. I'm hanging from, whoa, I missed that. I could have died. And then what would happen? And then uh, Bill Cosby also had a film called Leonard part six and it was a parody of spy films he was a super spy named leonard oh and he 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 had an operation and i think the villain also they lived in oakland like so it was Art. it was spot in oakland which i liked but it's a super comic it's really bad did movie. you
0: recognize places
2: yeah i think like the they use like merit maybe and i think they might have a they might say this is oakland i don't think i recognize that it's well, like, cartoonish.
0: as I watch this with my recognition of Los Angeles, I know. Yeah. It's oh, 20, yeah, you have some
2: keen Los Angeles. 24,
0: Bellrose, This is the burger that ate L.A. I used to have many uh, morning after drunken mornings when I would eat at the burger that
5: ate L.A.
2: Oh, it's home of the world famous burger that ate L.A. <laughs> Which is a two fried, bo- this, uh, fried hard It bo- is
5: a Wednesday. It's high noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin ably co-hosted, as always, by the lovely and amazing, the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya Wayne. Good afternoon. I'm yeah. loving what you're doing with these
6: gloves today. Oh, my mom, this is, dude, my mom bought these for me for Valentine's Day. Those are great. Yeah, I don't know why, like, they were in my purse, I'm like, I'll just wear them today. Hell yeah. Thanks, Mom. She's no stuff. And your whole, you, the, the
5: matching lipstick on the, with the,
6: I don't know what I. Thank you for observing. I didn't know. Honestly, today I was just like, I'm just going to wear this, whatever. You look like you walked out of the 80s in the best way possible. (laughs) Like, if the 80s was cool,
5: okay, you just walked out of the 80s. You're the postmodern 80s. Yeah.
6: I do look like sort of like a mall rat in a way, kind of like. We're going to the mall and going to the Aladdin's castle to play video games. You've elevated it to a Tyra level. Thank you. Thank elevated you. Elevated it. Elevated it. Thank you. I honestly, I wasn't going for anything. I was just like, whatever. With The Mad Max boots. Oh, come on. That's oh yeah you're like good at this you're good i oh, no, you seriously. no seriously no seriously i was just fashion like, designer dude i no honestly today i was just like oh, whatever i gotta go to work i gotta do the podcast today it's just you know because sometimes wednesdays to me can be like groundhog day and i just you know yeah. this is my one motivation for today oh so nice. it's just like okay i'm like make sure i get up on time and you did you're here on time yeah it's really cool no thank you i've been late for a couple of sessions. It's all good. It's all good. Hold it eating? down here. It's How good. are you doing?
5: I'm good. Now, see, my my beauty regimen is completely different. I actually took a shower today, which was exciting, and I needed to because uh, I'm having my period, <laughs> so and I fun. I I, try, I have to. If I don't, it's just I woke up and I smell my armpits. I'm like, oh my god, and it, it's not just the beer. It's, you know. You
6: know, as a woman, you know already where it's just like, oh. There it is. Yeah, I can right. smell my own vagina sometimes. Oh. Let me tell you, when it's people not pleasant. It's yeah, it's a lie when women say no, I don't smell anything. No, that's not true. Hopefully, no one else can smell it, but you know,
5: I can imagine the re. Okay, I've always said like, why is there a douche? Why does that exist? Now I can exp- I think I can figure it out. The French invented douching, right? Because it is a French word. Now, why? Why would they do that? Because people didn't take showers every day back in the Dizay. No. And when you were were a French prostitute and you had to let a lot of people on the inside, but you weren't taking any showers, you had to do something. So they invented. This is all hearsay, by the way, you guys. This is not from any history book. I'm just guessing at history from what I know of other history. None of this is true. Pam's history book. Yeah. In my own made-up history book, this is why I believe. Douche came from the French wars in the 17 and 1800s and they weren't they were taking baths like once a year really not really yeah, if you think once okay so the reason that weddings were in June and that people had bouquets is that June was the month of your yearly bath Oh. and uh, the bouquets were so that you wouldn't smell the person no. when you were walking down the aisle pick a Pick a pot of posies or whatever. It's all that stuff so you don't smell the death
6: constantly surrounding you from the plague and the smell of your vagina. Oh my gosh. That's why they got the French whore bath. That's right. what that, yeah, it's you wash, douching. It's, it's that, and French whore bath is also washing the armpits, washing between the cooch. Right, got it yeah. to do it. Gotta do it That's a French horror bath Because those are the areas that accumulate that funk Uh, And and of course the mud butt I I usually do okay
5: in that area But I accumulate the rest of the funk And uh, so I I actually took a shower this morning And then it's really easy for me Because I just have to look at my many many t-shirts I just did my laundry last weekend I I I did that one by the way I I did seven loads of laundry Jesus Christ because my, my people went out of town. And I was like, can I do laundry drills? And they're like, yeah. And so I you hung out there money. all day. You saved money, I did too. seven loads. And I watched their Netflix. They have a big screen TV. And they live a block from Trader Joe's. This is so mundane. Perfect. But I'm going to tell you guys the best thing to do with Trader Joe's right now. OK? They have this bag of kale. It's pre-shredded and everything. And it's like $1.49. And then you go into the freezer aisle. And they have these gorgonzola gnocchi. OK? And they're microwavable, and it comes with the gorgonzola sauce and everything. And I don't know what magic they're doing, but what you do is you take it, like two handfuls of kale, stick it in a bowl. I put like a little bit of, they had this really great smoked salt, so I put some smoked salt on it, and a little bit of cayenne pepper. And then I put like a handful and a half, it's three servings in this bag, so I put like a serving and a half on top of the kale. Uh-huh. You don't even need to cover it. Put it in the microwave for two minutes, 30 seconds, mix it around. The moisture from the kale, it cooks because of the stuff. It is perfect. The cheesy sauce gets in with the kale. So you're eating kale and gnocchi, and it's, oh. That sounds really pleasant. And it's, it's really, really good, and it's really good for you because you're eating a lot of kale, and it's super easy to cook because it takes two minutes and 30 seconds in your microwave. And it costs under $5, and you could feed it to three people. It, leftovers. Well, you don't even have to worry about leftovers because yeah. it's frozen already, so you just take out what you need. You oh, could You could eat it for okay. three days because you cool. take the bag of kale and just leave it in your fridge and then put two handfuls in a bowl and put your little things and stuff. And you don't even have to cover it when you microwave it. Oh, it, that's cool. Because the
6: kale has got so much water and it's steaming. And can it's, you put it in the oven as well? I don't have a microwave. You know, there are direct. There's a stovetop direction. Okay, that's the one I would need. Then I don't own a microwave. I refuse to use microwaves now. Good for you. Yeah. It, it really is a handy, handy dandy trick though.
5: But so I did that this weekend and You're I a ate Domestic. Others. I used to be a domestic, absolutely. But I'm really, you know, Trader Joe's. Well, I'm like, how are we gonna get political today? Duh. Um, We end up talking about food. Because, no, food is politics. It is politics. It is. It really is, now. It's, um... And Brilliant Savarin, why are we talking about so much French today? But Brilliant Savarin, who wrote a book in, like, 1782 or something called The Gastronomy of Taste. And in the beginning, it says, uh, tell me what you eat and I'll tell you who you are. And he has, like, 22 principles. And one of them talks about the army, that you can tell how good a country is by how they feed their army
6: oh we don't feed well i heard army food is not the best here i don't know anymore i think that back in the
5: day like in world war ii we probably fed them pretty well
6: i don't know i i to me i've always think like the army is you know some cheap supplier of like you know, an upscale version of prison food. Oh That's God. what I That's always what I think. think it is. Too. That's what I think. But I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know. I've well never been in the army. So it's the industrialized nature of food that
5: scares us. That we're like, oh, it's if it's it's just the same as McDonald's. Like prison food, industrialized food. Airplane food, industrialized food. Right. You know, McDonald's, industrialized food. Government cheese. Government cheese, industrialized. <laughs> food. So we have it. We have a stigma against it. But if you think about it that same structure is happening at like Google right now and they have industrialized food on their Google campus but it's all really good yeah but it's still I mean and it's the same thing that streamlining it's the same thing I was trying to bring it back to Trader Joe's like they're making choices the only thing in Trader Joe's is stuff that Trader Joe's but they're like curating it for you
6: yeah Trader Joe's is basically because it's a German company and uh it's a, a Tesco is it Tesco no it's not Tesco um but they also own Aldi, which Aldi, for those who don't know, Aldi is um, a place where it's extreme. It's way cheaper than Trader Joe's. You get all your canned goods. they have canned goods for like forty nine cents now, yeah. everything else. yeah, I don't know if i I think there is an Aldi here. I don't know where, but a lot of people with lower income do go there. Um, but if you don't have lower income if you have kids and what have you, and you know it's cheaper to go there. You get chips for like under like, Sixty-nine cents and stuff like this and yeah, um, but everything is kind of like that Trader Joe's kind of packaged and what have you and you have to bring your own bag or you can use their boxes. It's really it's really funny how I've never heard of this. Yeah, Aldi. It started with Aldi and then they spun out into Trader Joe's. So they're they're owned by you either see two different types of demographics, which is really funny, Uh, Aldi versus the Trader Joe's, which Trader Joe's is still reasonable, but you have. An option between it's so reasonable. Yeah, you you can get Nanoki As for at Aldi, well, you get spaghetti. That's right, it. right, 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 right. <laughs> that's all you're gonna get, and you might get it in a can. I mean, but well, I mean, their
5: mu- their truffle mushroom flatbread pizza also for yeah, their 449. pizzas are good.
6: I don't. Trust- I am just a
5: I am a walking Trader Joe's advertisement, but they've they've. For- they haven't forced me. The first Trader Joe's opened in Danville. I remember, and I remember being little, and I remember wow. loving Trader Joe's. Why did I love Trader Joe's? Because of the free samples. Because they always made it fun to shop. There was cool stuff, cool stuff to eat, and you always got to try something. So there was always an incentive to go in there. Wow,
6: that's. I didn't get it. A- I don't think we got a Trader Joe's in the Midwest until maybe I want to say the 2000s. Like I didn't discover Trader Joe's until when I was in my 20s
5: I'm I'm um, ruining the baby now because I t- we t- every time we walk by it he like kind of pulls my hand and he goes like let's go way. in
6: let's go in cuz he loves the samples yeah it's it's almost ruining like him. that's why I like going to Costco I love you Costco. go you have lunch and I'm not talking about those cheap ass uh, cheap pizza cheese pizzas and hot dogs you go I to eat cheap hot dogs do, they smell good I like them but I go straight I go to the sample area you know, we're like, try this crab dip. Hmm. Yeah. Look, we have lobster tails on sale. Oh.
5: oh. Well, and then that's exactly. So that's another. Costco is another industrialized. They, you know, it's like someone is still making all our choices for us. Even when we're oh, yeah. choosing, someone is still making our choices of what we're going to choose from. And I, and do we,
6: do, do any of us think about that? Like. I do all the time. Honestly, I do. That's why I don't like to buy prepackaged stuff. Um. I've started to, especially like when it comes to like frozen dinners and stuff, I don't do that anymore. But recently, going back to the Trader Joe's thing, yeah. their basic pizza, because I usually like to make my own or what have you, but when. I, Marcus, my boyfriend, tried it, and it was actually really good. It wasn't like that horrible frozen pizza that you would have as a kid that tastes like no the flavor. The Cheese pizza. Oh, God. And... It tastes frozen. You can tell that it was frozen. It was actually really good. Trader
5: Joe's even sells, um, you can buy pizza dough, dough in the yeah. bag.
6: So if you really
5: want to keep it fresh... <laughs> Who's, whose motto is that? Like, I, I'm so influenced by advertising.
6: It, we're all suckers for it. You know, we're all suckers for it. It's, and it it's but,
5: a, I mean, that's the thing. They're fighting. Trader Joe's is fighting after our food dollars versus, I mean, if you think about it, like, even our food system, it's, it's not cooperative. It's based on competition.
6: Oh, yeah. A lot of competition and demographic, definitely.
5: Right. I, I, I am think... so confused as to how, like, we should bring Ethan Albers in, Ethan, Come talk to us about that population table bullshit you were telling me yesterday. Come in. Come in. Come on down. Okay, so Ethan Albers, uh, comedian Ethan Albers, is going to come up here on the show because I he old was. Old fart pants. He's, he's old fart pants. Old fart pants is in here today. Old fart, uh, old fart pants. Old fart pants. <laughs> Absolutely. Are we so, on this? Yeah, you're, okay. defi- you're, you're all in. And uh, Filippo Esfico, all the way from. Uh, Italy via Germany Berlin Berlin via here just yeah just to <laughs> squish it around towards your mouth somehow so what? Uh, so uh we're talking about we've, we were talking about like industrialized food sources and why people go oh those things are gross but then that transforms into all of our food sources are really curated like no matter what mm-hmm. like if you're going to Costco they're choosing things that you're going to choose from if you're going to Trader Joe's they're choosing things that you're going to choose from we really don't have any choice blah 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 but then uh the Farming and how to make. I wanted. You were talking yesterday about there's enough. People could stand.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, oh, shoulder yeah. to shoulder. There is, that. There is a data. So the data, like the whole overpopulation thing, doesn't work. People will constantly say, "Well, we're overpopulated. We have seven billion people on this planet, and all the data says that we're gonna – will flatline 11 billion. That's 11 or 11 between 11 and 14, somewhere in there. But we're gonna flatline. It'll. How?
5: it'll how does this flatline happen? People stop having babies? Or st-
8: it, I think we start eating each other. Exactly. No, it's a species. It's a spe- All species kind of have this, like, uh, like mass. Uh, there, there's a point of. There, there's a population point where all species will hit, and then it either declines or it maintains. It sounds really weird. It naturally balances itself out. Right now, we, uh, if we put everybody in the world shoulder to shoulder, it's they roughly be the area of Los Angeles. India. Uh,
5: China the, they are already shoulder to shoulder in China haven't no, you No no I
8: mean but shoulder to shoulder they we have to, so the sp- the argument is So what, is what you're saying like,
5: in this room it's like slaves in this room we could fit 60 slaves in this room we could fit an yeah. undercarriage I don't want to have that flashback I'm sorry. Yeah 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only way I can think of when they were well, laying them on well, a boat shoulder to shoulder no, middle passage. No, just yeah, the you, middle
8: passage just to give you or the listeners an idea like like shoulder to shoulder, they fit in the LA. So that uh, the area of LA. So that right there dismisses the whole. Yeah, I would we don't never land. want to
1: be shoulder to shoulder.
8: No one. I'm not saying we're going to. It's not going to be like a. Fucking but you FEMA mean camps. like shoulder
5: to shoulder? Like if this room was shoulder to shoulder, there would be 60 people in here.
8: Yeah. So okay. shoulder to shoulder. So we have the land space for the seven billion people, and our current food industry. Uh, the second argument is like we don't have enough food. We actually made – Yeah, that's, I, that's the thing is – that was what the question
5: why we brought you in here is why can't we feed everybody? We,
8: that's why the can't we? Well, because it's going – because we subsidize the wrong crops and it goes to the wrong things. So there's a couple things going on. So the first thing is our, our machine actually feeds about 10 billion people. We produce enough food for that, about 10 billion people. There's very shitty but food though. Of, of a lot of shit <laughs> and a lot of that, about 50 percent of it actually goes into landfills. 50 percent of our food is actually waste. What? <laughs> 50%.
5: Yeah.
8: At least 50%. It's And it's one of the key contributors. And the food industry of is... food? Yeah.
7: Food. Yeah. We waste a lot food, of food. is the
8: number one contributor to global warming. Hands down, Thanks. nothing we do transportation-wise has any fucking impact based on... Because of the, the methane when it's breaking down? The methane that it breaks down, and the we have to think about all the environmental resources that goes into food. So t- take like beef... Third, oh, third, right. third pound of beef is fucking, what, 1,100 gallons of water? Right, or bales like of that.
5: hay. It's so many bales A gallon of, of milk is
8: 900 live. gallons of water. you got to think in the grain and stuff like that. So there's a footprint. A
5: gallon of milk is 900, 900 gallons, gallons of, of water.
8: water. Right now, in order for us just That's Americans insane. to That's like low. eat meat That's and dairy to maintain our diet, if everybody did that, everybody in America just went to that, and we went to free-range, gar- you know, the garbage that they try to spew. Uh, out there, it's like so much better. We need like three Earths. Worth a service, so the what what's going to be the great unite, uniter of our society is actually going to be uh, water scarcity. It's going to bring people together, and through that, we're, we're going to make drastic decisions where we're not going to. There's going to be drastic cutbacks on meat and dairy. That's the only way we're going to thrive as a species.
6: So that means I'm going to have to eat my cat.
5: No, <laughs> I'm saying
6: no. I'm just saying that everybody cats who, cats
5: don't use a lot of water. Exactly. Yeah. You know People, what? That's actually a good idea, Latoya, yeah. because cats drink maybe a half a cup of water a day. That's true. And uh, you could eat. I mean, how much does a dog really drink? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah, a little it's bigger. Yeah, but the grain. They drink,
8: that's the food that they eat that the grains, goes into that. Yeah.
5: So cats right. would be delicious to eat more. Yeah. Well, no, it's well, just, no, they eat protein. So I don't do know, know if eat? cats would be delicious because protein-based uh, animals that eat well, protein don't usually taste as there's good. No, there's,
1: I think, grow cats. And then uh, uh, feed dogs cats. <laughs> so you grow cats, and then you give to the dog, and then you have dog's meat, which is delicious, Cat by the dog.
6: way. Dog's meat is delicious. They eat said. it in Italy, yeah. yeah. It's like their Cat foie dog. gras. They by the start... way,
1: can we go go Mediterranean diet, though, not American diet?
6: I agree with the Mediterranean diet much more. I oh, agree. you talk
8: about green and soaked in olive oil and
6: stuff.
1: Well, at least you more don't seafood. Have to... I don't want to repeat myself. At least you don't have to grow Broccoli. In California and use so much water for it you just have yeah what I'm trying to say well,
8: see and there's like everybody will go well like the, the, the uh, argument people will make will go well, I don't eat meat I eat fish but the problem is is that with fit the fishing industry is actually a lot more yeah, evil lot of water <laughs> no with fishing no so water right there with fishing is called by kill so for every pound of fish that's sustain this is just for sustainable, for every pound of fish that's sustainably caught in the ocean, there's five pound of non-fish that they kill. So that's oh. a six to one. It's called bikill. So our oceans are like all pretty much on, on like the level of collapse.
5: But it's like yeah. stuff you can't eat like
8: plankton or like... All sorts s- of shit. Dolphins and dolphins. it just kills. Yeah. Sharks, they'll catch sharks. And then when they officially kill it like that, bykill, it's legal for them to take the, the, the fence. Oh, that's stuff terrible. Like that.
5: But you should eat the shark. Sharks are pretty delicious. Exactly. But, but you
8: so, don't want to. You don't want to do that. I mean the meat industry in the is – the, the meat and dairy industry is the number one contributor to water – to water and people fucking hate this. Water scarcity, the number one contributor to global warming, the number one contributor to dead zones in our oceans, the number one contributor is to cows. deforestation to Amazon. Not just cows. All meat, all, all levels of it. I'm not saying – Run out and be a fucking vegan and try to fight because everybody hates those fucking people too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. the they're the worst. How do you know? Uh, how do you know somebody's vegan? Wait five minutes, I'll tell you. Yeah. Right, that's that old joke. <laughs> but, boom, boom, right? Uh, but it's the vegans are after us. Shh.
5: The vegans are coming. coming. Don't worry, they don't. We crash, They're, we they're grass, gonna we fart grass. on us. They, and we're yeah. gonna be scared. You're gonna but old we fart face
8: over there. We, I mean, the the science is fu- like the science is fucking in on all this shit anybody that tries to argue with me and go oh well human beings need meat and all this other garbage is complete shit like there's no all the scientific data is completely against everybody and it's wrong
5: and if people I don't have a problem with people like Laura Ingalls wilding some fucking beef you know like if you if you have a cow and you're using that cow to you know you take it to a steer and make it have a baby and then get the milk and then eat the baby or sell the baby right but like in Delicious. those in those times and good stuff you have to be the one wielding the knife and like when you kill a pig Holy fuck. Well, that's... No, that's like, a whole but, trend but right I now. But I think that that should be what it is because that's how well, meat used to be hard to get and then you appreciate it. But when it comes in its little styrofoam, sterilized, prepackaged little bits true. or when it's frozen for you already yeah. or when it's yeah. behind the counter but and there's no heads on it. If we started showing people, if everyone had to look at a duck with a head on it, people would eat a lot no, less no, motherfucking I duck. Something.
6: I had this lady last week, cause at where I work, we have this whole trout with the head and everything sure. on. That's how you're supposed to eat a fish, anyway. She cheeks. freaked out. The best part of the fish is the
8: head and the eyeballs. She and shit. freaked
6: out because the head was on there. She's like, "Can you take this away and cut the head off?" I'm mm. like, "What? We this do... is why I don't like America. No, in, in, in America,
8: we Western diets are fucked, anyways. Like the best parts of the animal are the parts we throw away. Yeah. Like, believe me. Like uh, yeah, the, the cheeks, pate, all sorts of shit. Like yeah, that's, that's yeah. delicious. Well, that's it's made from the waste. I, like, I
6: feel like here in the states, we waste so much. We don't need to eat anymore. Every, I mean, well, we're just that country. We need to get on a diet anyway. Well, not seriously, a not a
8: diet. The thing is, is that we lead the world as far as role models, uh, and it's yeah, gonna be one all those of those things. of the
1: things that I see in the street are not on the billboards. On an eighth. Of, tell us about that. Well, I mean, just like this, there's a complete mismatch between the way in which people look and the way in which people are in billboards. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is yes. everywhere. But but are is you a,
5: seeing are you seeing more I'm, fat people here? Are you seeing, what are you compared seeing? Compared
1: to Europe? Sure. Yo, yeah, compared
5: yeah, yeah.
8: to Europe,
6: way for more.
1: sure. Because they but put
6: value on
8: health over
1: there. And
6: yeah. that's in San Francisco, even? Or? Let's
1: not romanticized Europe now, but. <laughs> yeah.
6: uh, uh, England's getting pretty fat.
1: Are you yeah. Australia's okay? fat as fuck too. Yeah, uh,
6: my boyfriend uh. is, but they're actually in Europe. They're, the the
1: obesity, is... oh, yeah, yeah, the
6: yeah. obesity rate in um, the U- uh, United Kingdom. They are is a growing. good
1: crossroad between Americans and yeah, Romans. Yeah, but
6: we, we taught them that. Here's the th- like, here's my
8: running thought on all the stuff in the
1: United States. Like,
8: it's all it's one giant fucking bamboozle, if you will. Like. Uh, if you look at, like, if you ever go in a poor neighborhood, you ever go into the ghetto, you'll never find a grocery store. you never find no, a ghetto grocery store. You'll find shit foods. You'll find KFC. You'll find Taco Bell. No,
5: you find um, our, liquor stores. That's in the trailer so, park area, liquor too.
8: Liquor <laughs> and, and trailer parks. What happens is that our government subsidizes this garbage. You eat it. You feel like fucking shit. Okay. You feel like shit, and uh, it dumbs you down. It physically dumbs you down.
6: That's why they so, accept EBT cards now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's free. Swap your EBT yeah, it's free. Swap your EBT.
8: You know that song? It's a great yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. It's but really it's funny. like if we actually did. That's why I like those people that go into these like food deserts and fucking are showing people how to grow food in these places. Because once you start feeding a population well, it's not long before they start realizing, wait, we're being fucked. This whole thing is being fucked. Yeah, like right. it's.
6: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's it's. But that's been going on for many decades. It's just now coming to light that a lot of these. um lower income um, neighborhoods and towns that's what they that's what they've been doing well, all along Well, you it's, know what Detroit or they don't need water
8: in Flint
1: Michigan. Well no that's fine. the
8: world is let them all die. Uh, Journey Roberts says it's because the yeah. world's gotten very small. The world Filippo's is raising very, his hand.
1: Oh you can't see it. It's raising his hand. I just have a thought which is a tangential thought. I read the other day that the notion of God is embedded in the notion of food.
5: <gasps> is it really that's great
1: Well in the sense that um, it, it gets inside of you. Um, so, anyway. And it magically grows.
5: Like that. that totally makes sense because why does a seed grow? What the fuck is going on there, right? So, you um, put this hard little thing that could be laying around forever, it's in a dormant state, and you put it in the ground, and then water and sunlight? Like, well, what? Yeah. Because you're, you're
1: getting on a bigger idea, and this is like. That's that. creation. And I'll,
5: then you put it inside yourself, and then you poop it out.
1: Exactly. I'll, so, the so, idea is that if you eat shit, you are shit. That's absolutely, true. Exactly. absolutely
6: and you feel like shit
8: yeah
5: Alan
1: yeah, yeah, yeah
8: Alan Watts said it best our whole fucking universe we're not dumb we're not intelligent beings on a dumb rock we're intelligent beings from a very more intelligent universe like that's like the like the whole thought process we talked about that earlier with abortion is that we uh fashion. Yeah, like everybody goes, oh, well, you know, they have problems with boarding babies, but then they drive SUVs and go eat fucking veal or whatever else, whatever garbage that they're eating. See, everything, like we're, we think we're intelligent, but everything has intelligence to it. Like this, like a form of intelligence that we don't understand. There's a purpose for a rock. There's a purpose for everything. We're getting deep right here. We're
1: well, here. you're getting kind of too Californian for my uh, life. <laughs> Alan lights.
8: Watts is very California.
1: Um, because you guys here believe things that have got to do with the fact that you never experienced serious weather conditions.
6: Absolutely. Uh, yes, I have.
1: <laughs> I'm from the Midwest, so... No, no I'm I talking get... about people who stay Cali- here and live I've here.
5: I've never uh. lived outside of California. I
1: grew,
8: uh, up oh, really? I grew up in the Northwest, so I've been through fucking...
6: I'm from the Midwest. I've no, grown monsters. through blizzards, tornadoes, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm sure you've so. seen it all. Yeah.
5: I, I've been here in California for my entire life, both yeah. in North California and South, Ca- South California, Southern and Northern.
1: You guys are no blessed. Cal, no
5: Cal and SoCal. Yeah. So
1: what I'm saying is that this vision, on the, on this certain perspective, mm-hmm. positive perspective of everything as a reason, yes, it might be true. It is true, probably, mm-hmm. because otherwise... But at the same time, it's really part of your Californian education, man. Well, very I believe it. Positive. Well,
8: that's. But it's also kind of like straight out like Buddhism and all the rest of that. Like, but it is. It's yeah, which world. is
1: not made. It was not made here. You embraced it.
8: Yeah, exactly. California's, like. I grew up in the northwest with, uh, like my family. In the Nor- like I think the northwest has it figured out because like, if you go outside of Portland, ten minutes outside of Portland, you run into nothing but good old boys. You might find racism, you might find all this other garbage, but it's one thing all these people mutually agree upon is an environment. You'll like Everybody's righteous about the fucking environment up there. It's a big deal.
6: It's a West Coast thing. Well, it there is. was the, totally there were the, the people that
5: hung off the bridge in their little
8: yeah. suits. I worked with one of the guys that did that.
5: They hung off the bridge to make the, the oil tankers mm-hmm. not go away, and they like hung there from the bridge for like sixty days or something crazy. Yeah, they were doing. People it. were like bringing them
8: food. I mean, and- I grew up with just people like that, like protesting, like lo- like logging stuff, you know, and I I'm not against. I don't know, but yeah, the California thing is. I think it's just West Coast, period.
6: I think yeah. it's. I mean. West
8: Coast spiritualism.
6: Yeah, that's what uh. it is. That's totally but what But then it you're the about.
5: one who brings up the god in the food seed. Come on.
8: No, well, that's why I brought that up. Oh. But the god, yeah, I like that. Um...
1: Yeah, but that's history. Oh, okay,
8: history, that's is history, spiritualism. This is
1: like ancient European history.
8: California is going to be. We're you gonna would have...
1: have, sorry, sorry, yeah. this is one thing. You would have goddesses, like, they would... there are these statues of goddesses of the earth like women like big ass big tits, big everything fertility that's it sorry and they'd stand in front of
5: these pillars
1: yeah well i don't know we the beautiful thing what what i love
8: about history and i like living in this time with this like rapid climate change and these droughts is that we don't we we don't know what's going to happen which is great and we have all this evidence that says other stuff i don't know i i like this i like this stuff
1: what, you mean you like rocks? I like history.
8: No, I like history. No. I like, it gets at history. We only have, we've we've been on this planet in this form about, what, 200,000 years? Yeah. But we have only 6,000 years of written text. So 2%, That's, yeah, it's crazy. Stuff 2% to of our life is, 2% of our human history is actually documented. So there's a lot more out there, which I love.
1: Um, oh, and what is documented is actually being selected, like Costco. Uh-huh. It's right. the same it's shit. So, uh-huh. yeah. there has yeah. been the Costco of history. And there's other
8: stuff, exactly. There's other stuff pointing in other directions that we just don't look at.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you, we guy I mean, we actually live in a world. I mean, it's not that like with the stuff that we're talking about food right now. It's not like a new thing. No. This is no. like a constant of human evolution. Nature. We, yeah, exactly. no, which is uh, yeah. censorship.
5: Yeah. yeah. Food is censorship. Food actually, is censorship. It actually is when you don't let people eat. I. Right now there's a new thing, oh I hate commercials, but there's four five items for four dollars at Carl's Jr. And oh my god, it makes me want to go there so badly just because yeah. my inner cheap person well, is like not, not
8: five have, items for four dollars! Fast food is that's a, how they get Fast, yeah. a fast a food is <laughs> way crooked because fast food is And a chicken thingy! They serve you fast food serves <laughs> you Price. the um, what you're pre-programmed. A you're soda and that. a cookie. Evolutionary, $4. we're programmed for sugar, fat, and salt, which don't naturally occur in nature. Right.
1: Sure. Well, we're not programmed for that. We just have a liking for it because we had very little. And I so think. D- yeah. That's shit. That's that's that, what I'm getting you- that we had
8: very little for thousands of years, and now yeah. we have it. It's like it, pl- it. hits those fucking parts of the brain like yeah. heroin. It's, You're it's, like, yeah, let's fucking party, baby. Cheeseburger time. Exactly. Yeah, it's I the mean. Same
1: thing with meat, though. Can I say because if you look at the studies for. Uh, chimpanzees now, uh, and they look how the way in which they relate. They only have five percent of what they eat. Five six percent is meat, because meat is a social currency, and that's the same way. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the same way. That's how a lot humans of humans. Uh, that's how we're we used not meat. eating yeah. much meat a lot of asian cultures are still like that
8: we, when you brought up the the slitting throats and stuff like that not, <laughs> this, that's the like right now that's actually a trend with like billionaires like zuckerberg did a whole year where he's like i only eat meat that i killed like slitting throats like it's a real douchey thing
1: you need when, to be rich to own meat when, yeah. no
8: when this existed <laughs> the, well we know this with, with germany we have the data in from germany when they took over uh, was it Norway? I forget what what country. What they they commandeered all the livestock, and all of a sudden, the heart disease dropped to like nothing, and their population became like one of the healthiest populations on the planet, because the Nazis just took all the fucking good, yummy.
1: I gotta check this one.
8: It's legit. It's completely legit. I love
5: cheese. You know, I could I could let the meat go, but I need I like cheese, meat. milk, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. But
8: I need all of that. I, I like when, fish. When I, you said hunting. What I think about is that, that with the hunting-gather thing, that was when we only made up uh, we only made up like two percent of the biomass, human beings, and the rest of the world was ninety-eight percent natural biomass. That was wild animals, stuff like that. We now human beings and our property of animals make up ninety ninety-eight percent of the biomass on this planet. Bi- so that means there's only two percent of actual nature left. Unfucked with by mankind, and that is a system that just will not maintain itself.
5: So, like our national parks don't count as that because we've already fucked with those.
1: Well, national, the national parks, parks... exist is a like concentration camps for animals. Not that they're gonna die there, but there's just a no, few well, of them.
8: National parks are not unsafe <laughs> because we have national parks and we have BLM land, public land. What <laughs> Speak we allow? The truth. Filippo. Like take the Oregon fuckers that were up there at their little like protest stuff. So they're doing a pro shit. These cattle the ranchers. Owls. The spotted owls. <laughs> yeah. The cattle guys were protesting about the rights the, to land, right the to run land, land on public land. Right. Here's the thing, we allow these cattle ranchers to subsidize to subsidize our public land. So we whether or not you buy a cheeseburger, this is all in the movie Cowspiracy, it's a cool movie. Whether or not you buy a cheeseburger, you pay for it. So a cheeseburger may only cost five dollars at McDonald's. It's actually eleven or twelve dollars when at the end of it. We subsidize as American citizens seven dollars to each one of those burgers because that kind, that ki- if the- who? Why am I not eating more burgers then? I, I mean, I think I'm not eating. I,
5: all that tells me is that I'm already paying for them. I'm not eating enough burgers.
6: Well, maybe it's because you shouldn't eat that much beef in the first place. I'm, I'm paying seven dollars for a burger I didn't yeah. eat. That's
5: that's yeah. like San Francisco prices. My,
8: my, <laughs> like I only try to eat meat a couple of times a month, and the only reason for that is because the meat industry, especially in the United States, it's is
6: fucky.
8: fucking evil. It's From fucky. the very gut bottom all the way to the very fucking top.
6: They're, um, they actually from the I,
8: smallest chicken
1: to the biggest chicken. <laughs> exactly I, exactly and I, <laughs> and
6: I believe recently um, they with the USDA they cut off um, where you would find where they get these uh, the beef and the product from they don't have that labeled anymore. Oh. They cut that out. They
8: don't have any of that. Like, they... So... They, yeah. That's called a food disparity law. So, before... Disparaging law. Remember Oprah getting fi- uh, sued by the cattle ranchers? Yeah. She got sued by cattle ranchers. She won that lawsuit or whatever. But here's the thing. So, before, if you went on TV and you preached and you said something about the meat industry or whatever... Meat is murder. Uh, and it was untrue, they could sue you. That's how it was. Now, under the Patriot Act, this beautiful fucking thing, they hid this... In, the Patriot Act was... The most beautiful fucking bullshit fucking th- cloth that they pulled over the human being. that, uh... Y- United, American eyes, yeah. people because what happened is that the food disparity law doesn't matter if you're correct if you're telling the truth or not telling the truth they have a right to come in and sue you and put you in fucking jail if they want to if you're speaking out against them that's how much power they have you can't even mention your first amendment right is completely fucking null and void when you start telling people hey don't eat fucking hamburgers because it's an evil fucking corporation that depletes but like, we what
5: can say that and they're not going to come after us but
6: if you probably well they would could they could they
5: come come After us and say you defamed the burgers,
6: they did that with Oprah. I don't want to get the biggest <laughs> <laughs> for what <laughs> you for, for lack of
8: sales. If you have actual like distribution here, like five people are gonna listen to this probably, yeah, probably. like let's be honest. But uh, but I mean, what
6: but I think huh? I and we're four, and we're yeah. four. <laughs> but I think it's kind of Jonathan like a game, it, yeah. kind of a game changer now because you have so many recalls and different beef and chicken products now it's ridiculous well yeah. i mean you have now like you got purdue even the shit going on with chipotle well you know how that is
1: but they just mix whatever it's left over there's, they make oh, a new thing there's <laughs> shit in the meat yeah it's called death yeah well that
5: this is my, this is my favorite thing i learned is that um do you know how they make chicken patties or chicken nuggets and they yes. say they say everything. we use all breast they milk the, mice. no they they, they take everything. the so after they've taken. They take the chicken carcass of the breast, right? And they take that and then they put it in a big grinder grinder, and they zoom, 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 zoom it up. And then they run it through fine mesh strainers. And then it comes out with the bone and the gross and all that stuff. And then this weird paste at the bottom—that's when they shape it into nuggets, nuggets yep. and then they bread them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, are that there bones cross. and plumes too? Yes.
5: Well, no—the bones; those get—that's what they have the little thingies for. That's why they have the um, the, the mesh strainers, the bits. right? So that it like takes out vomit. the bone bits, uh, right? But, but it could still get—but they could still get some of the marrow in there or something, which yeah. might actually no, be delicious. I don't know.
8: Yeah. What? I mean, the cattle industry is like. Most meat, most meat is made raised on CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding operations. And here's the thing, like a cow puts off the waste of equivalent 25 human beings. So you have But you can cook with that waste, you know. The, the Indians in
5: India they use cow patties as their fuel source for their di- kitchens.
8: Yeah, that's a different it's a different kind. What we do is cuz we feed them grain, which you're not naturally do. We have to pump them full of antibiotics so they don't fill up E. coli in their stomachs cuz they can't process this shit. So we we pump Why don't them, we have the meat grass? Because we don't have the gr- resource we don't, we don't have enough grass to feed them. We don't have enough grass to feed them. We don't have the resource. So a K four will have like 6,000 cows. 6,000 times 25, let's do for math's sake, 250, so under 250,000 people. Uh, oh, wait, I can do that. 150,000 people. That's a town of 150,000 people on a farm worth, worth waste with no irrigation. So that waste oh. goes into water supplies that goes down. That's the reason we have dead zones in our fucking oceans. Is cow poo? Yeah. With all the antibiotics in it. Oh. Then you match that so we have that and then you match the fact that we are one of the only countries left with our regular crops that we grow GMO food. Not the fact that it's genetically modified but then we hose it down with atrazine which in the Euro- Europe, Europe it's actually against the law because it genetically, mutilate, it genetically modifies your homo- hormones. Per per parts per billion, and we allow as the United States people like six parts per billion as a natural norm. So, six times the limit we're ingesting, and we wonder why, like, breast cancer goes through the fucking roof. We wonder why there's developmental things. Yeah. Any body of water, any fresh body of water in the United States will test positive on average for 150 chemicals. That's insane. It's That we just drink. That we just drink. The shit... Boner pills don't go away. Just because you piss them out, it's still out there. It's going... I never think about that kind of stuff. And and it goes in the sewage supply and the sewage, they just clean out the raw stuff. So they have to meet to where it doesn't have E. coli. They don't have to test for any of those chemicals. So all the pharmaceutical shit we put in our body, all the atrazine, which is banned all throughout Europe, but they manufacture it and sell it over here, is... Yeah. Atrazine is... That's crazy. Way fucked. That's crazy.
5: Uh, I'm going to... Tell you guys, take this opportunity to let you know that you're listening to the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio FM, uh, brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, best medical tincture in the biz
6: tink in the biz
5: tink in the biz Alta California
6: California.
5: (laughs) Alta California (laughs) the new the new breakers out and Latoya's on it singing the wonderful Alta California Botanicals song Um, go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name Alta California Botanicals now with CBN it helps you sleep which is amazing so uh, weed's not just to get you high anymore everybody it's for medicinal purposes so go to tryalta.com and check them out Uh, all right We're back on the altcast. I am joined by uh, Filippo Esfico, comedian, hilarious human being. My my co-host. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You are wearing the creepiest glasses today too. I have no
6: idea what's happening. Well,
1: you can't see this on radio, but um, they lack one of the arms. They lack one of the arms. I got I got kicked in Barcelona. I got I got punched in Barcelona. Oh no! For no reason. Maybe because I was wearing glasses. (laughs) Probably.
5: Well, they're super cool. You yeah. do look like a '70s spy today, you though. Totally, you definitely totally. look like a
1: '70s spy. I look uh, like a CC comedian. Uh, sorry, politician <laughs> from Italy.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or, same thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, Latoya, the sheriff of Truth, Win has just uh, stepped out of an '80s video, uh, postmodernized it. Cha. Yeah. We are also joined by comedian uh, and and bus owner Ethan Albers, yeah. and uh, we also have Kelly Cree is hanging out in uh the studio we'll see if he wants to come in and, and wax philosophical i'm hoping that my father is going to call us dad please call i e- emailed him the number and i said please he said he was leaving the golf course and going to have lunch with his friends and i said dad please give us a call during before it's for him time wise it's three o'clock instead of two o'clock need, give us a call before need your
6: voice, dad. and
5: i told him we really need to understand why you're a trump supporter and then he said well i'm not really a trump supporter i like that rubio guy better
6: oh 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 switching
1: that's huh?
6: fucked up wait a minute but your dad doesn't like latinos or is
5: it just mexicans i think it might be just mexicans i don't know because um, but rubio <laughs> I, I think he really respects the fish taco we talked about this oh my week. god yeah <laughs> i love rubio's fish tacos too. dude they have a new thing. It's they're only a dollar fifty on Tuesdays after two thirty. I know all Wait, the deals you, in town. Ta- like you love like, that? My brain just that. like logs ever, all like the cheap food. But, I'm like, are those like
6: gosh, Carl's food trucks Jr. here. food trucks?
5: Yeah, yeah, food trucks, but they're so wicked expensive. Yeah, are they? they are. Yeah, the food trucks. Like it'll be like nine dollars for a burrito. What's the point? I might as well just go to a brick and mortar burrito. There you are no dollar
1: I mean? tacos. The uh, food. No, no dollar
5: taco.
6: You food don't actually no, see those. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. like the food trucks. You might as well go into a restaurant, honestly, yeah, and absolutely. tip someone out.
1: I got them in Los Angeles. Like, they oh yeah, no, no, that. No,
6: Los Angeles oh, has food trucks. Yeah.
5: Los Angeles has taco trucks that are out of this world oh, and absolutely God. and cheap and amazing so, and totally legit. The reason
8: food trucks are so expensive here in uh, San Francisco is because the application in San Francisco. When I first moved down here, my plan was actually open up a hot dog stand. I I own a hot dog cart up in. Here. I own one. I can hear him. I yell. So I could be 30 feet away and you can still hear me. <laughs> um, so I came down here. It's a $20,000 application fee.
7: What? And in, That's ridiculous.
8: That, you're only allowed, you're not allowed to vent on the street from a food truck. You have to have five locations. That's why the off the grid and these other things exist. It's like stupid. It's stupid overpriced to run one of those.
6: That's wow. you They're might as well over... just like put money into a like a, a regular a brick and
8: mortar in a ch- city that was like five, you know uh, open up a shitty restaurant. It's like three four hundred thousand dollars. I need to take the food truck in. One of those food trucks is like forty or fifty. It's a lot of fucking money.
6: Yeah, because you have to put rent, buy all the supplies and everything else. You have to have a
8: commissary, right? By law, so you have to go back have a place to go back and store all your food when it's not in storage.
5: Wow, my friend. Um... So you can't even use the refrigerators on the no. truck. No, no, no. You have to
8: have a commissary. With the hot dog cart, the reason I didn't do it down here was they wanted me to have a commissary, which was like something like forty dollars an hour Jesus. to rent. The commissary to wash literally one thing, my tongs for my handling ha- hot dogs. Wow, that's ridiculous. for that. So I'd pay forty dollars to wash tongs every day in a in a commercial sink. Does that make sense? <laughs> that's insane. Like, I'm just gonna go sell drugs. I guess it's more <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why crime get into action because regular jobs suck. <laughs>
5: See? i love the way you put that yeah in other words work this on is a wall street. crime.
6: get into action <laughs> Exactly. i mean because that's the only crime you can do and not and legal like, not get crime
1: away. yeah wall legal street.
6: crime wall street or being a police officer well i'm,
5: I'm hoping that my father is going to give us a call and he's going to explain to us why he supports donald trump yeah
6: I, how really that's interested. possible <laughs> yeah
5: like what? Yes, but even oh, if really. he's not, even if I just want to hear why he's a Republican, and he said, because earlier he said um, on the phone to me, he's like, because all you commie pinko liberals are nuts. <laughs> some yeah, some of them are. I, and I am one of those nuts. Yeah, some
1: liberals. liberals are really bad because they gave up the dream of real liberals and ah. became very similar to right wingers.
6: I agree. I totally agree. I mean, it's, for example, the whole PC movement. That I is like yeah, you call preach it the peculiar movement. Yeah, it is. I wish it, is, it was.
1: At least it would be like a clear defined Yeah, it is thing. called the
6: PC movement because, you know, it's another way to segregate people by Don't say that. You might hurt someone's feelings. Everyone's feelings needs to get hurt once in a while, you know. Not everybody is a winner. Johnny does not deserve a trophy you know because what? he lost to a game. That's I don't,
5: absolutely true. I, not everybody's a winner. Not every the, you, participation trophies. You have to teach people when they've done well and when they've sucked balls. Because if you don't, they never know the difference and they think that they've been successful. And it's like, no, 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 no. you're not up to it's par. It's real. Don't, don't snow children. Because then when they actually realize that they're little pieces of shit, when they're like, oh my God, I'm not special. Then like commit suicide. then they yeah then well then they don't well, then who knows what's gonna happen it's all they yeah. become
1: uh, Republicans <laughs> <Then> they become
5: <laughs> to, Republicans to rebel against their parents we are just slurring <laughs> against it uh, so I'm hoping like I said I'm hoping my dad's gonna call we're gonna listen to a, a song here and take a quick uh, break it's by the Blue Oyster Cult <laughs> which I love and so does my dad but the song is is called Fireworks because I'm afraid that if he does call it's gonna be like I'm gonna be nice.
6: I will be nice. I respect I will be
5: nice, people's appearance. but he's gonna he's gonna call us. He's always called me his favorite little commie pinko liberal. So that's cute. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> My father doesn't vomit fireworks all over my head if he actually does (laughs) show up. Uh, This is the AltaCast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, joined by LaToya, the sheriff of truth. Win.
1: (coughs) Telling us the truth! Uh,
5: By Filippo S. Fico, uh, Italian renaissance man.
1: Can I say something? You can
5: say anything you want. We are a free speech place um, here.
1: Filippo S. Fico is is an imaginary character. Oh, what's your real name? Because uh, S. Fico is... um, it's basically a shortening of my surname. And I said that I remember telling my surname. My real surname is Pere Fico. And people would not be able to pronounce it. But they would remember the Fico part very well. So it's an S Fico now. But S Fico, it sounds stupid, doesn't it? No. In English. No, we love S no. Fico. Filippo S Fico. Which, if Fico. you say it in a kind of Spanish accent, Filippo S Fico, it means uh, Filippo is cool.
5: Like s, like ease. Yeah. Filippo, is fig. But fico
1: in Italian means fig. Means fig or fake? Fig. Fig?
5: Fig. fig, like F-I-G. as in a delicious. Fi- I love figs.
1: Uh, but also, it's a transliteration of the term pussy.
5: <laughs> oh, so nice. you you call in Italy you call pussies figo
1: So it's the female of the fico.
5: Right on. Get nice. right in that fig, baby. <laughs> there you go. Right. Get right on in. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't invite you on the show. I didn't invite you. I did not invite you on the show. I did not. All right, we're here at the AltaCast at mutinyradio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We are brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best tink in the biz. If you go to your local dispensary and they don't have it, ask for it by name Alta California Botanicals. Now, with six different varieties to help you get well uh, using medicinal marijuana, which is amazing stuff. Uh, so, Filippo, how many political parties are there in Italy?
1: Thousands. Thousands? Um, thousands? There there are a lot. It's, uh, it's just that the, the bipolarism was brought in with Berlusconi, really. Uh, he brought a lot of things from America. Yeah, he how did. How many people yeah, he did. are in
5: Italy? If you um, have thousands of parties, how many people are there?
1: Uh, there's like uh, there's 300 people per party. Well... <laughs> Um,
5: can you get anything done?
1: <laughs> well, the thing is that um, you gotta bear in mind. Can I just quick story a bit? Yes, of course. Uh, you have to bear in mind after the Second World War there was a referendum asking people whether they wanted to have a republic, uh, a democracy, or a monarchy, or something in between. And 52% voted for uh, democracy, so that means there was a 48% that wanted the monarchy. Really? Uh, because of the history of of the country and because of still the sort of land related territory related uh, kind of politics that there were so people working the land and big owners having land so that was the idea so a monarch would have made more sense for many people Uh, but then after that we had a new constitution made and then we had 40 years of a one-party rule which uh, was the christian democratic party uh, which was dismantled in 1992 because there was um, an investigation that uh, shown and proved that there were links between politicians and the mafia. Whoa! So that whole party went down. But
5: the ca- were they calling Christians Catholics? Because Rome, in Rome is where the Vatican is, so y'all are Catholic, Christian right? Christian
1: Democrats basically means that they have a moderate, uh, it's, they're not fully liberal. Like, they defend certain Christian uh, values that go hand in hand with social welfare state. Ah. Uh, because because there is the idea of charity of, of communitarian uh, instinct and uh, of uh, family, so those are very important values that are still at their foundation in Italy. It's 98 percent of Catholics. So,
6: what is Good family people? So what is going on with the status, especially with like a lot of the European countries? You know with going on with syria now you have like a lot of um refugees and what have you coming into the countries like you know you hear about what's going on in hungary and germany and the uk but in italy you know i have a friend that's in greece working with a lot of the refugees so i i want to know what what's italy doing and with the such there's like now like a new formation of different types of parties and they will be kind of like the evil Donald Trump parties (laughs) of, like, what's going on. You have a lot of hateful hate groups now that are starting to get really political because of that in different parts of
1: Europe. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing of... Well, you got to bear in mind, we, there are different waves of immigration that have always been there, right. but the Syria situation is exacerbating the situation because um, more northern countries of Europe are experiencing uh, unprecedented waves of immigration, which usually just arrived in the Mediterranean. So many immigrants would risk their life to travel by boat, the boat. and go yeah. to uh, Spain, Italy or Greece, um, and then the filtering starts, because all of them really want to go n- into Northern Europe, which is where jobs are. Right. Uh, um, but then different countries' regulations filter these people. Um, so what is happening uh, is that a lot of uh, uh, you know peripheral countries of Europe, such as Hungary, who have just, just joined. The Western world, in a way, in the sense that they've been under communist rule until the end of the 80s, right? And then they've been in a gray area, and now they're sort of entering the European Union. They really don't want other people, <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they well, don't, no, of
5: course not, because they're finally getting to take care of themselves. Poland
1: and all those countries, they really just don't know what to do, it's uh, new to
6: them. It's new it's to, new to them. because yeah, they because themselves are said. the
1: immigrants. Usually, yeah, exactly. they are, don't get immigrants in their country.
6: They are just now making their like this is like a probably like a new wave of generation so, of their family that is able to live in democracy.
1: Yeah, I have to say that um, uh, strongly industrialized Western countries. Um, went places i'm talking about the uk or france or germany they went places and colonized places and most of their colonialism created a post-colonial state in which a lot of those people they invaded moved to their countries and so there is also a sense embedded in their own history of accepting immigration in a different way also because it's in through the guilt of the past Mm -hmm. whereas I mean in Italy in Greece etc these are all populations that emigrated absolutely Uh, and uh, so of course historically there's gonna be a resistance uh, towards accepting the new because we haven't tried that yet and we really haven't gone to colonies to colon you know there's not this uh,
6: yeah because we are
1: the colonized we see ourselves right. as like that still. and
6: plus you have to like a lot of people have to realize like the last time they've had like such a big migration of people was world war Two. yes we, so i mean and you know how the government worked in europe in different countries of europe is totally completely different uh, compared to you know what was going on in World War II, yeah. you know. Um, so why are the why,
5: what's why are we bombing Syria? What the fuck is? Can, can someone explain to me? I still. have... Uh, Syria, uh, basically. They is, don't have. What do they have that we want? They don't have any oil.
6: Um, well, it it, it all kind of ties into this web of ISIS. And Russia, and it's like a whole big spider web of it's different ships. It's CIA. Shit. ISIS is CIA. The ISIS doesn't exist. And it's then a you made have of Bashir, who group. is a, um, you know, basically he is a dictator. And so, um, you know, but... So the
5: Syrian guy is a dictator, and we're going in to say he's bad and wrong, and now there's a lot of people that here, are displaced.
6: But here's, here's the effed up part. Now we're working with him because we're trying to defeat ISIS, and... You you know how we also our tension between Russia is getting more and more, uh, more on the negative I should say, but we're all trying to work together to get ISIS. But once ISIS is you know dismantled, which it probably won't be, um, then we have to get back to what's going on in Syria with Bashir, and then there's Afghanistan. That everything is just tied and in where, together. And the drones are everywhere. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a. I can't even put a finger on like, okay, so why are we here? I mean, officially, because we knew why we were in Afghanistan and, and Iraq, because of oil. Now, there is oil in Syria, yes. Syria does have a little bit of, they have a little bit of money. That's why we want to get rid of Bashir. Also, we use the fact that he's killing his own people, too. But I, So then we can kill the people. I, I'm i just so confused. It's, it's just... a.
5: We don't need to get involved. I know. I feel like everything that's happening on the other side of the world, I, I'm an, I wanna go back to those Woodrow Wilson isolationist twenties times, oh you God. know, where like post World War One, pre-World War Two, where we're just like, nobody drink. <laughs> and everybody Just stay Just stick together Just us yeah, yeah.
1: You guys are fundamentalists You either want to Go and bomb the shit Out of a country Or just, just don't talk To anybody Just yeah. find something In between right.
6: We don't know How to do that We're still such something. A young teenager Of a country We don't know What to do Oh Yeah right But you yeah. know
1: It's the, it's the younger Rule nowadays And this is what You guys are doing Yeah Well if, you, if, if,
5: vo- if Trump is in We're really We're really fucked That's when World War 3 I mean Or the Jesus comes back, or something <laughs> happens. Fire from the sky, something terrible happens. I'm telling if, you, it's yeah. the end times.
6: I, I think if any solar flare, is, yeah, I you know. But I, I, you know, the whole Syrian issue is like kind of like, um, kind of. It's a little bit at home with me because my aunt does live in the Middle East, and she did have a friend of hers, her boyfriend, as a matter of fact, who had to go back to Syria because he was pushed out of the United Arab Emirates, oh. so he had to go back to syria and when she's he's doing okay now but him and his family had to leave different villages so because they're running for their life oh my god yeah so i mean it's i i I, i feel like we should have some kind of influence especially like in those middle eastern countries to possibly help them but shouldn't there's a way to help without getting involved
5: you know, this is, this is the, the hearsay, whatnot hour where we just we have no idea <laughs> what's really going on in the world and we just pontificate on it. Kelly Cree, you want to come in, talk on the radio. We have visiting comedian all the way from Brooklyn, New York via Toronto. Ethan, you can come in too. There's plenty of space. If you want there might even if you want to bring one of the microphones from on stage, you can drag it around. It might be long enough. I, like I bet. I like yeah. I I there you go. Uh, so first uh, Kelly Cree All the way from Brooklyn uh, Tell us a little about uh, You, your van and, and why you're drinking kombucha
1: I like that we went From ISIS to him yeah. <laughs> Very quickly <laughs> On a happier Before, before note. we get
5: to that ISIS doesn't exist It's a CIA plot It's all made up And it's all just A government ploy So that we can be Anywhere we want In the world In the guise of terrorism It's just another ism Why don't uh, Let's all fight racism We can't fight race How do you fight it? How do you fight an ism? You stab it no, you Stab that ism in the face
1: This show <laughs> is presented by this it that's it
5: there he is <laughs> there he is we got old baby angel uh fart fart uh,
8: dr farts, dr. No, farts. Not, not dr farts that's Do- Colin dr Earth. farts who
7: gave
5: the italian the horn uh, I. It's <laughs> 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 this is
1: reminding him of his days with his with his mg cars you have no idea but i actually bought this for my grandfather this christmas <laughs> this, this horn for his bicycle
8: Nice. Really, is your grandfather Mr. Ferrari?
1: My grandfather da- is um, not. <laughs> Mr.
6: The ACLU of California reminds us that we have the right to speak out. Both the California Constitution and the First Amendment to the United States Constitution protect our rights to free expression. There are many questions we face when we decide to organize and speak out. Do we need a permit? Are there limitations? Or when or when can we not demonstrate? What about civil disobedience? For all of this information, please check out aclunc.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
2: Alex. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce
1: euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. (laughs) That is incorrect!